0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode eighty-six of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, the Incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by the Ron Harris to my Don Harris, Lester Jones. Ugh, those <laughs> are awful. <laughs> They're better than those like mythology ones I can barely pronounce. It's
1: been awful for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should I just go to like like maybe I'll go back to just like. Uh, my brother from the same mother, so I don't have to make up any one of these every week. Something, yeah. <laughs> Greek mythology or something. <laughs> and of course, we got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder. He respects the power of the majestic ham flower. He knows the appeal of the rusty wagon wheel, the baron of Browntown, the Duke of Dukieville, the Ayatollah of Asahola, the phenomenal A.J. Singh.
2: Uh, I do try to stay away from the butthole these days, <laughs> but uh, the Hamflower does have a lot of power. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Hamflower, what have you been doing this week, man? Uh, I've been just doordashing and stuff, you know, trying to make some money on the side. But uh, I have, I did get uh, some news that the uh, Futurama would get re- the show Futurama would get rebooted. Oh yeah. So I heard that's coming back. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, they actually they
0: announced it was coming back, and then like the guy that voices Bender like was in a contract negotiation. So they're like, "Well, we got everybody but him." But he eventually like yeah came yeah. to terms with it. So that that's a show though that's like done that a couple times because like it was canceled and then they like came back and made like a few like at the time like made for like DVD yeah. type things. You know, I watched all of them. And then, like, I think it went away again, and it came back again, yeah. so it's like the show that never dies. Yeah,
2: I think you could, like, there's no time frame for this show, it could, it could just come back anytime. like, it's just a, uh, it could always be around, I feel like, this show.
0: It's a consistently good show. Yeah. Like, it's
2: funny. Yeah. I always liked it. And, uh, it, it at the time, I thought it was, like, a, a ahead of its time, but now it seems like it's more of that, like, time frame where people will, like, get behind the show even more. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else as far as watching? Um, just Southside. Still watching that. It's a funny show. I'm I'm just about done with season two. So uh, keep. I, I'm glad it's coming back for season three. Southside. Yeah.
0: What about you? I know you've been watching, rewatching the boys, getting ready for the next season of it.
1: Yeah, I kind of getting a refresher. The shock value is gone because I already seen it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been watching that. Been thinking about uh, branch out, making another. My own podcast with uh, Blackjack and Hookers. What?
0: Nothing. Futurama, Futurama <laughs> reference. We just
1: really want to hear that podcast. <laughs> In fact, let's forget the podcast and the Blackjack. But
0: yeah, baby, I know it.
1: Uh, Thought I was being clever with that reference. Have you
0: checked out? Nothing. I haven't checked it out yet, but I know there's like a like kind of like spinoff boys cartoon they just recently came out with. I
1: think I might have saw an ad for it. No, I don't remember now.
0: It's like called Diabolical, I believe. Uh, that would make sense. I think it's supposed to be like pretty silly, but I haven't watched it. I was wondering if you did. Um, have you watched anything else you want to talk about, or do did you have any work stories this week you want to talk about? Anything? anything?
1: Work like, has been uh, slow. I, I got a new computer, so I've just been programming at work again. Back to the grindstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you're lucky. Your work, you just like do whatever the fuck you want, pretty much. <laughs> It it's like it is a very ridiculous amount of uh, fucking off I can do.
0: Mm. I would, my job, my job is just like busy work all day, yeah. like and it, it seems like they always add to, to it. Like, oh, we wanted you to do this other bullshit. It's like ah, great.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: I don't know exactly how this even happened, but yeah, I have a job where I have
0: very little to do and basically no oversight. So <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I only watched one new thing this week is I watched season 1 of the new show Reacher on Amazon Prime. Oh mm. uh, yeah. You guys are aware of this show?
2: I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, it was who uh, Tom Cruise played in that right. movie, Jack Reacher.
0: I, I and I watched the, like the first Jack Reacher movie with Tom Cruise. It wasn't very good, so I didn't yeah. go. I think the second one was called Jack Reacher. Give like me a Reacher. Never go back or something like that. I was like, I never went back because the first one was terrible. But this show uh, was getting like some decent reviews, so I checked it out, and like, it's not bad. I think in the end it does kind of devolve into like an 80s action movie <laughs> like but basically this guy's like a drifter you know and he just he 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 wind, he always seems to wind up in a place where trouble's a brewing <laughs> so he's like he comes to this small town and like um, a murders happen and he gets kind of roped into that and he and and everything and like there's like a small town like you know mystery murder mystery throughout but but yeah in the end like the last episode kind of like I said devolves into like a of a, a, a
2: predictable action movie
0: kind of but it, it it's fine it's fine how do
2: you, how do you get roped into a murder <laughs> like a murder <laughs> happened? and you're like, <laughs> so he literally
0: like the the spoilers alert for reacher folks it starts out he, like I said, he's just drifting around. He gets off at this bus stop and he's walking past this field. And it literally, like, turns out that a murder happened in that field, like, okay. the night before or whatever. So the cops arrest him because he's a suspect. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, he ends up, like, they obviously quickly find out that he he couldn't have been the murderer and then he ends up like helping with the investigation
2: (laughs) i think there's a comedian who has a a joke about this like his fear is that he's gonna like one day litter or throw something away and there's gonna be like some dead body dead white woman's body (laughs) (laughs) he's like a black comedian yeah he's like i'm gonna get you know in trouble for this (laughs) that's why he doesn't litter He just wears gloves everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Three counts of murder and one misdemeanor of littering.
2: But yeah, that's some bad luck for Jack Reacher.
0: <laughs> man, the the guy that's playing him, I I know you only watched a couple episodes of that Titans TV. TV show, but it's the guy that they had playing Hawk on there, yeah, and he's just, like, a massive, like, dude, oh, like, yeah. bodybuilder type, but, like, <laughs> they they make this, this whole thing about throughout the show, like, he kind of eats, like, shit, like, he's always eating, like, candy bars and, like, vendor machine food and oh. stuff, and I'm, like... This guy needs to be eating like ten thousand calories a day and working out nonstop to be yeah, in the shape. I right. have he's, seen he's him work out eating once like in this raw show. Steak. <laughs> right. I'm like, this guy, he, he's got to be drifting to some steakhouses that they don't see. Probably the hadn't eaten a candy bar in like twenty years. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're looking for like an action show with a little bit of mystery, Reacher on Amazon Prime. Mm. Um, boy, I wish I had had more. Do you guys have anything else to talk about before we get into the show? Oh, I watched that show where uh kids
1: pitch stupid ideas and then like the adults build them. I forgot what it
0: was. Oh called. yeah, I saw you watching that. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was a, it was a bit random, but I don't know. Just watching people build stuff. You love those kind of shows, and a lot of people do. I'm just, like, bored by them. I'm like, I don't want to see these people build shit out of Legos and whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's
1: like watching a, I don't know. Paint dry? <laughs> you no, know, like a ballet dancer or, you know, ice skaters. Somebody who's, like, really good at their yeah, their cramped. thing.
0: So why don't you like watching sports? Those people are good at what
1: they do. I That's mean, true. they probably are, but I, I just, I don't know. I never want to
0: commit to sports. I don't either, just like I don't want to commit to these shows. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, there is some... To be sporting... honest, sometimes I, I watch highlights. I'm like, oh, that was a good one he did there. <laughs> <Of>
2: sports, <yeah. laughs>
0: I will say, like, these shows you're watching aren't as egregious as, as that, um, like, how did this get made? Or no, not how did this get made, but... Um, God, dad used to watch this show where basically, it's basically every factory tour you never wanted to go on. Right. Like, how do they make cotton swabs oh, with a yeah. literal episode of it? I'm like, fuck, who cares? How could you care? <laughs> 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 you
2: Do you kind of like those shows like he's watching? too. I, I've seen those shows. Uh, I, I don't know the show that he's watching right now. I haven't seen that one yet. I forgot what it was called. Mm, but I have seen the show you're referring to, those those shows about how things get made. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they look pretty boring as hell to me. Like too. if you're
1: like a manufacturing in- engineer, you might be like, oh, ooh. <laughs> like, you,
2: but did you, you see that rotating cam? Mm. But it was mostly when I was like in my younger 20s, I guess I'd see this show. Before you got in the hardcore stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a, a conveyor belt with like candy on it or right. something is not going to catch my attention too much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't very uh, appealing to me. <laughs> like when my dad would
0: watch those shows, it, it kind of made me think that the history channel is like just owned by like two really rich guys and like they don't get ratings but they're like I'll bet you he won't watch this show. There's no way. And like the one guy just keeps losing and he's like, okay, double or nothing. And he's, he's the thing like, about those the no shows, they could be like, oh, this has a million views.
1: And then it's all like one guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all our dad. Yeah, it's watching. all dad.
2: He <laughs> <laughs> just I comes s- back week after week. I especially think that with YouTube videos, I'll, if there's like a music video or something that has like a billion views, I'll be like, all right, there were like. Yeah, 30 people who watch this like a million times for sure. You know? Just,
0: yeah, kids looping it, yeah. watching, watching. Mm. I'll sometimes do that. It, like go back to certain music videos and, and watch them. That mm. little Nas one you were telling us about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was when he watched. <laughs> Boy, uh, that one's—you don't, you don't have to go back and watch it. Those images are seared into my skull. <laughs>
2: rent, rent free as it is. <laughs> Put that in the bank and smoke it. <laughs> uh, just to touch on it, uh, this is March Madness has started today, so that's the big college basketball tournament. Oh, so
0: I'm really gonna start hating my. Chat. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. You're going to hear a lot about it. But it's oh, yeah. like. Uh, it, it's St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And we're People not drunk. Are, I, and I, no
0: green. I guess we got to pinch each other. Oh, I got a little bit
1: I got, I got blue green. Let's get it. <laughs> blue green doesn't count. <laughs>
2: but anyway, what about the uh, basketball? Oh, just uh, my Houston Cougars are in it. So uh, hopefully we don't get bounced in the first round.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Do you think they could go all the way?
2: Uh no. (laughs) I hope they do. (laughs) But yeah. What's Portland's
0: team? I don't even fucking know.
2: Uh what's college basketball? So there's like Oregon Ducks, Oregon State. Oregon State sucks this year. (laughs) So uh See the See a lot of like people wearing ducks. Yeah, Oregon Ducks are like the big popular team here. They're like the biggest. The Ducks.
0: Um Anything else, guys? <laughs> we're stalling for time. Let's see if we got any good stories. So, anyone who hasn't watched, we're gonna go around the table. We're gonna, everyone's gonna bring some random stories uh, they found from the week, and we will see if we can't just make something funny and or entertaining out of it. AJ, as tradition dictates, we usually start with you. So, what you
2: got for us this week? Okay. Uh, Chechen warlord warns Musk Putin would beat him in a fight. After Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight for Ukraine, Chechen warlord Ramzan Khad- Kadyrov has decided to publicly throw his support behind the Russian president saying the Tesla boss needs to pump up those muscles if he hopes to come out on top. Earlier this week, Musk tweeted to challenge Putin to single combat saying the winner would take Ukraine. What, how does Ukraine feel about that? Uh, typing, out, uh, typing out Putin's name using the Russian alphabet, he wrote, I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Then Musk added, stakes are Ukraine, also writing out the country's name in its own language. He laid Later tweeted the Kremlin asking if it agreed to the fight. Now, Kadyrov, the head of Chechnya, a republic of Russia, also known as the Chechen Republic, has decided to get involved, having issued a message to Musk on on, tele, on Telegram? I guess that's an app, I don't know. Uh, in the post, Kadyrov, re- what is that? Telegraph?
1: I don't know. I just think of telegraphs. Like, uh, in the- <laughs> this is how you really get him in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna smoke his butt.
2: <laughs> like a real tele- <laughs> Uh In the post, Kadyrov rebranded Musk as Ilona, saying he is too effeminate to take on Putin and needs to bulk up. Elon, Yeah, Elon Musk. But can he use his flamethrower that he made? <laughs> <laughs> okay. A word of advice, don't measure your strength against that of Putin's. You are in two completely different leagues, uh, and it's not even about martial arts or judo. For example, how do you see it? Are you in the red corner of the boxing ring, a businessman and Twitter user, and Putin in blue, a world politician and strategist who inspires all in the West and the U.S.? Vladimir Vladimirovich? Vla- rovich will look unsportsmanlike when he beats the hell out of you a much weaker opponent therefore you'll need to pump up those muscles in order to change from the gentle effeminate ilona into the brutal elon you need to be i propose training at one of several centers in the chechen republic So, basically, this turns into an advertisement. Uh, Russian Special Forces University. Here you will undergo firearms training with World Championship uh, Special Forces who beat U.S. Special Forces in 2015 like it was nothing. Uh, Akhmat Fight Club. This is where you'll be training to take a punch, a quality needed in any fight, uh, under the guidance of Abuzied Vizmaradov. Uh, you will learn quickly to pull yourself up, not just physically, but also mentally, giving you the nerve to steal. And Grozny, Chechen State Television and Radio Broadcasting Company, practice within the walls of Grozny, where they will tell you about American methods of black PR and teach you how to monitor and update social network accounts. All right. Uh, you will return from, this, uh, from the Chechen Republic a completely different person, Ilona, that is, Elon. Musk shared a screenshot of the Telegram post alongside a version translated into English which Musk, which said, Elon Musk, a word of advice, don't measure your strength. Okay, it's just repeating it. Um training suggestions those I already read uh, in response musk has since uh, changed his twitter name from elon musk to elona musk tweeting a re- response thank you for the offer but such excellent training would give me too much of an advantage if he is afraid to fight i will agree to only use my left hand and not even let and i'm not even left-handed elona
0: you know i kind of feel like for years like people loved elon musk and he kind of had this air of like a mystique to him, and then he started doing more interviews and posting more on Twitter, and now people find him insufferable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he
2: seems to be drinking his own Kool Aid at this point. Like, uh, if you're a billionaire and you're challenging somebody to a fight, like a, a Russian leader who's who's you know has been training for fighting and like has been the KGB, I mean, you're drinking your own Kool Aid. It's very unrealistic.
0: Well, and also, he's one of those rich guys that complains about taxes but then gets all this like government subsidized money you know? yeah,
2: all of this money is subsidized. you know one of those
0: hypocritical
2: rich assholes you know yeah even the companies that he's bought like from what i've heard like yeah it's smart business that he's done but like when it comes to actually building something from ground up he's not the one doing it
0: i mean he's definitely a smart guy but
2: mm-hmm. but yeah he just he does seem a bit douchey yeah yeah uh, I think his image is taking a hit these days, <laughs> and this doesn't help, man. I mean, like, I get that Putin is the bad guy, the the you know scary guy or whatever. But, <laughs> right. Like, uh, this is this kind of reminds me of when he tried to like be the hero in that t- those uh, those kids who were trapped in that cave. Uh, he oh, yeah, he said I that he could get one of his machines down there that could save them, and. Uh, he then he tried to call the diver who actually did save them a pedophile because he was like, "That's not gonna work. I'll, you know, I can get them out. You know, it's not. You're just gonna end up killing these kids or whatever with the strategy." And like Musk got upset with that guy and called him a pedo, and that guy actually went down there and saved those kids. So it ended up looking making Musk look bad. Yeah, I didn't know he did all that. That's a crazy thing to. <laughs> I think he walked it back later or something, but yeah. Man,
0: I guess there's a a documentary about the guy that you know went in and like saved those kids and like i didn't watch it but i watched that you know tom segura's podcast and he was just like showing stills from it and like like of these guys and like they're like professional cave divers and they would be in like these really narrow areas that i'm just like i'm like how could you do that oh, you know yeah. it's cl- so claustrophobic like i mean a lot of
1: people died doing dive cave diving like that yeah it's insane it's, dangerous,
2: yeah. it's insane uh, yeah, you couldn't dare me to do that. Um, no, I'm
0: far too claustrophobic. To, but there must be people that it doesn't bother them at all to be able to go into places like that. I've gone through like a tube before, where I had to like basically
1: worm my way through, like a water tube, or? like a cave, not water cave. Is that what, like an army thing? No, it's something I just did recreationally.
2: That's too scary for me. <laughs> like, I've heard of like caves flooding. Yeah. So, like, water could come up and you'd be stuck there.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, if it rains on the surface, like, it can... Some some, some of them can fill up pretty fast.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of... First of all, I'm scared of caves, you know, like, in those claustrophobic environments. But I'm also scared of ocean. <laughs> so, like, underwater caves? That's horrible, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, like... If
0: someone like, because I remember seeing this like game show years ago that didn't last long. It was like a face your fears type game show. Mm-hmm. And like one of them, like a guy had to be like buried alive for a certain number of minutes. And then if he did, like he got some sort of cash prize. And like, fuck, even if the offer was good, like I don't know if I could do it. Like yeah. even if it was like 10 minutes, I, I don't know if I could do it. I could do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, that would be like sitting on a plane. Like, the idea of it is scary, but then once you're doing it, I think I could just... I, I would try to knock out 10 minutes for how... Like, if that's a lot of money coming up.
1: Probably like at five minutes, though, you would be like, are they killing me? Am I going to die? <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> you, non- you have to
2: really trust these people. It's like, Has it been 10
0: minutes? It's, yeah. been, it's been a long time. <laughs> I, one The one thing that sticks out to me on that show, though, is like, there was a guy that, like, his fear... Like he, he he couldn't put metal in his mouth. Like he would never go to the dentist, and he'd use like plastic spoons because like he, he just he couldn't do it. Like there was something about it that really bothered him. And they offered him like you know what would be good money for just putting metal in his mouth, and he would not do it. He couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But uh, but yeah, the buried alive thing. Fuck, I couldn't do that. Um, are we ready for manifesto round one? Okay, we'll start out with light-hearted. Uh,
1: magician swindles Walmart cashiers out of thousands of dollars with a <laughs> trick. With a trick gun. Basically, you come in and you, you buy something, and they, they give you your change. And um, you take it, and you palm some of it, and then you count out the rest. Oh. And so he was doing sleight of handy heights on him, you count it back and be like, oh, you're, you know, you're short. And then they give it to him and and walk off. But apparently he did this to multiple Walmart cashiers for a grand total of 2,700 bucks.
0: How'd they finally catch him?
1: I mean, he's on video. I mean, they still run your tills at the end of the day. So if everyone's missing tills, it's on tape.
0: Oh, I see.
1: But yeah, apparently they, they had it. They have his picture and everything. I don't think they caught him yet he's wearing a top hat and a cape
2: (laughs) (laughs) they're looking for the great Lundini (laughs) 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 but yeah kids
0: learn magic apparently being a magician doesn't pay very well (laughs) (laughs) not in this account (laughs) like if you
1: were just doing that and getting like 20 bucks like all over the place you'd do a shit
2: ton to pay rent
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you did just like, well, I don't know. Because you need like enough cash where it's going to be
0: confusing. Yeah. Like get a hundred bucks and tens or something. <laughs> I don't know. It is amazing like some of those close-up magicians like just how fast they can be. Because there's those guys that will do it like at the same table as people and just like they're so yeah. fast you can't, your eye doesn't yeah, see it. Yeah, you literally can't see it. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, was that it on that one? yeah. Well, I found one of these list articles that I thought was a little interesting. Uh, Five things that exploded for bizarre reasons. Hmm. Uh, Number one, the bull semen explosion. In 2019, a huge fire broke out in an Australian agricultural facility. No one got hurt luckily, but the facility was completely destroyed. A good deal of damage came from an unexpected source. The facility was a cattle breeding complex, and as the fire went on, dozens of pressurized bowl semen containers started exploding. According to local emergency services, the fire heated up the liquid inside the tanks, causing it to rapidly expand. The end result was a bunch of exploding semen tanks. Some of the tanks were propelled through the walls as missiles with a sperm Jeez. payload the <laughs> ones that flew the farthest were eventually found in the yards of neighboring properties
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just found my new fetish <laughs>
0: although you know like like certain like breeding animals like that can be like expensive yeah that was, that was probably a fortune yeah <laughs> There's jizz flying
1: everywhere. No,
2: my life savings. hope you got insurance.
0: How do you think you buy that policy?
1: I'd like to insure $350 million worth of bullseed.
0: The guy's out there like scooping it back up and getting it back in the freezer as soon as he can. He's putting it in like a bucket. (laughs) Putting it in his pockets. (laughs) Next, exploding chewing gum kills a student. A 25 year old Ukrainian chemistry student called Vladimir met a tragic end in 2009. His jaw and most of his face blew clean off when a piece of bubble gum exploded in his mouth. Apparently, the student was a fan of chewing and used Uh, used to dip it in citric acid to get more flavor out of it. Oh, He was also into practicing chemistry by making homemade firecrackers. According to local police, one Saturday night, the young man most likely dipped his chewing gum in the wrong container. When he bit down on it, the explosive chemicals ignited with gruesome results. By the time emergency responders arrived, there was nothing they could do. Now, that's like a series of bizarre coincidences. One, uh... this guy's a weirdo that like dips his chewing gum in acid to give it more flavor. And number two, that he's like making firecrackers and like has a similar like container or whatever that he could confuse it with. I mean, I don't know. That seems crazy. Uh, Next, Germany's exploding toads. This case was more of a series of explosions than a single large bang. In 2005, people found more than 1,000 toads in the 100 miles between the city of Hamburg and the Danish border that had mysteriously exploded. No one could make heads or tails of the blown-apart amphibians. Experts tested pond water and checked the splattered remains for viruses or bacteria, but found nothing out of the ordinary. Then, once scientists figured out the most likely cause, local crows had developed a taste for toad livers and learned to peck the organs out without immediately killing the toad. Uh. Toads have a natural defensive reaction when they um, puff themselves up when threatened, but with gaping holes in their chest and their livers missing, the sudden increase in blood pressure only blew the rest of the toad's organs out of their bodies. Uh. I mean, it's pretty s- insane that like the ravens were able to just... like. Peck, like, they, like, we know where the, what we want is, and they just, like, get that and leave? Well, this is, like, a different
1: thing, but, like, uh, apparently orcas will just eat, like, great white livers or shark livers. And they were finding all these sharks. They, they just had, like, a neat cut, and their livers were missing, and they were like, what the fuck's going on? And those orcas were just eating their livers.
2: How'd they make a neat cut? I don't know. I guess you just
0: bite a little incision, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean... Their mouths are so big that you would think that they would just, like, fuck up a large area. I don't know. Crazy. Uh, This next one is the Brooklyn Toilet Explosion. Oh, this is the worst one. (laughs) A freak incident in 2013 left a Brooklyn man and three others in his co-op injured and scared to flush their toilets. And for a good reason. Uh, Michael Pierre, 58 at the time of the accident, was in his bathroom when... His Flushmate brand toilet suddenly exploded. The force of the blast showered Pierre in porcelain shrapnel. He needed 30 stitches in his head, arms, and legs to close his profusely bleeding wounds. He can only count his lucky stars he wasn't sitting on the can when it blew up. The reason behind the explosion was plumbing work uh, to install backflow prevention valve. The contractor had turned off the water, which resulted in air building up inside the pipes until the pressure was too much for the toilets to handle. Part of the blame also lies in the Flushmaster toilets. In 2012, the brand's toilets were recalled in the US and Canada due to faulty <laughs> weld seams that allowed pressure to travel back up into the toilet tank. <laughs>
1: you get a recall on your toilet. How would you
0: even know? You wouldn't I mean I'm guessing they put out news stories when recalls like that happen, but I mean how many people actually check? And then finally, the Tunguska event. Uh, It was a quiet morning in 1908 on the Tungusta Plateau in the eastern Siberian taiga. And then there was uh, no eastern Siberian taiga. Out of the blue, an enormous explosion with an estimated force of 12 megatons flattened 830 square miles of forest. To put that in perspective, that's about 10 times the destructive force of your average modern nuke. The shockwave of the explosion threw people off their feet and shattered windows hundreds of miles away from the explosion. The most bizarre thing about the event is that no one's ever found an explosion crater. The most likely explanation, at least according to current research, is that a stony uh, meteoroid, <clears throat> roughly the size of a Boeing 747, detonated roughly five miles above the Earth's surface. In an incredible stroke of luck, that the thing landed in the barely populated Russian wilderness instead of, say, Central Europe. I mean, that one I've I've heard of. Yeah, heard. but um, it just shows like. Even a meteoroid, you know, that explodes above the surface can could really fuck up a lot of people. I think I'm a little more scared of my, my toilet exploding. Yeah,
1: I'm still <laughs> or the snake toilets. Mm.
0: Toilet snake. That's true. Toilet snakes are <laughs> exploding. Toilet snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Getting tired of all these motherfucking snakes. <laughs> motherfucking Wasn't there a weird toilet. thing where like. <clears throat> or some weird myth where some people thought the Tunguska event was caused uh, by Nikola Tesla. I don't know. They, they. I, I think they were
1: trying to because they didn't know what had caused it. And uh, finally, they modeled like a a comet breaking in half in the in the atmosphere, which could cause it. Because there's like a bunch of trees
0: knocked down in a weird pattern. I know there's a comic I read once where like. They tried to make some sort of science fiction connection to it and I don't remember what it was it was it was interesting though. Um, all right so yeah, that's all my mysterious
2: explosions uh, AJ, you got a story number two for us? All right. A uh, man feared he, fear he'd lose his penis after being bitten by a black widow spider. <laughs> this is one of my possible stories. <laughs> a student was left seriously ill in hospital after being bitten by a venomous smiter, spider while on holiday in Wales. Abby Tanata, <clears throat> Tanetta, 18, was bitten while she slept during her holiday in a pallet her parents' caravan uh with a pallet at her parents' caravan in May this year. Uh, the teen woke up in agony with a pain under her arm before spotting a huge spider thought to be a venomous f- false widow spider. I think this was written strangely, this article. Black widow spiders, I think, what they mean to say. Um, within days, Abby was rushed into hospital where medics grew concerned uh, she would catch fatally... But, uh, Potentially fatal sepsis. Uh, Abby from Sir Philly Wales said, I woke up with a sharp pain that woke that woke me from my sleep, looked next to me, and I was, and I saw this giant spider running away from my bed. I was really sore, and it got worse. It got bigger. It was very red, itchy, and so sore that I couldn't move my arm or sleep on the side. I was feeling really dizzy and weak. I was boiling, and I felt like my heart was racing, and the lump had grown even more to the size of a golf ball. I collapsed as the doctors were rushing me into surgery, but thankfully they managed to do it, otherwise I could have got sepsis, which you can die from. I was already scared of spiders before this, but now I'm too scared to even go back to the caravan, and the sight of any tiny spider makes me sick and terrified. Abby was able to capture the spider in a container and take a photo of it. She thinks it was uh, most likely a false widow spider. I guess that's what it is, a false widow spider. Um, Whatever it is, uh, it knocked Abby for six I don't know what that means. Three days after being bitten, she was unable to sleep, so visited her GP who gave her antibiotics and warned her to go to an A&E if pus started to leak from the lump. I'm starting to think that UK language is very different from American <laughs>
0: English. Yeah, sometimes they'll throw in a phrase that you're just like, what the yeah, fuck does this mean? like,
2: what, what kind of lives are they living over there? <laughs> go to the A&E and whatever. Talk to your GP about that real quick. Uh, after waking up covered in blood and pus, Abby went straight to the A&E. Uh, she said, by the time I went to the A&E, I was feeling really awful, hot, weak and my blood pressure and heart rate were really high. The doctor said I needed my I needed surgery and just looked at my mom in shock. I don't believe I don't like blood or needles. I was really scared, but they said it could turn into sepsis if we waited too long. They put me on a drip straight away, but as they were doing that, I had a panic attack and I fainted because I was just so ill, and they couldn't get the drip in, so I was dehydrated and shaking. I couldn't breathe, so I had an oxygen mask, and I heard the doctors saying, "Oh my God, she's really in a bad way." They rushed me into the theater. Thankfully, the operation was a success. Abby was able to return home the next day. Abby said it was it's been difficult. It's been such a, a lot of pain whilst recovering. The pain is a lot better now. After the surgery, I felt like I'd been stabbed. Uh, but it has died down. Now I'm just uncomfortable instead. Uh, I should really read these articles first because uh, where's the man who thought he'd lose his penis after being bitten by a black widow spider? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what's weird is I have that story, too. But I think it's
2: the actual story.
0: <laughs> the actual story. <laughs> what? <the? laughs> I've had this site do that t- to me before, though, where I click on the headline and then it has the headline, but under that, like a different <laughs> story. Here, let me let me read. Yeah. What I, let me read what I got. Let's see, uh, a man who was hospitalized after being bitten by a black widow spider feared he would lose his penis altogether. Fergus Farrelly... That's a good name. Woke up on uh, 7 of January at his mother's house in Cavan, Ireland when he noticed a marble-sized lump on his private parts. The 26-year-old initially dismissed it, but over the next few days the lump grew bigger and bigger. On the third day he was finally persuaded to go to A&E after the lump had reached the size of a golf ball and was turning purple. Fergus said, "Quote, I have no idea what it was. When I first went to the hospital, the doctors didn't know either." It was the constant burning pain and the lump kept getting bigger. To make Matters worse, just af- hours after he arrived in A&E, the huge cyst burst, leaving a giant hole where it had once been. Over the next few days, doctors ran a number of tests on Ferguson, and finally spotted the venom of a black widow spider in his blood test. False widow spiders are now increasingly common across Ireland and share a similar toxin to the black widow. About two-thirds as powerful. Um, so maybe, like, somehow... Yours, like, linked to the other story because it had the same kind of spider in it or something? I don't know. Fergus said, quote, I couldn't believe it when they found the venom of a black widow spider in my blood. I had never heard of one before. While their venom is rarely fatal, a black widow's bite can cause muscle cramps and pain so intense it can be compared to appendicitis or a heart attack, Fergus continued. I got told I would probably have ended up dead if it hadn't burst in the hospital because it would likely have got infected. They said the venom could have spread and poisoned my blood system. Luckily, Fergus was treated quickly and dressings were applied to protect the wound by specialists who said they'd never seen anything like it before. Four days later, he was discharged, although he has now been left with a two centimeter scar. Reflecting on the horrifying and painful experience, Fergus admitted he feared the worst. He said, quote, I was convinced I would lose my penis. The doctors didn't know any more than me and have never uh, seen a bite down there. So I was very worried. The pain was unbearable, too. But looking back, he added, I do find it a wee bit funny now because it is unusual. Uh, But it's also really scary. I had no idea what damage spiders could do. Man, like a couple years ago, I got this huge spider bite on my back like apparently a spider must have bit me in the middle of the night yeah and then this thing just like swelled up on my back and i'm like i'm so glad that thing didn't bite me on the dick because that would have been
2: <laughs> bad bad news bears i mean how does it get to your dick though because you got underwear and pants not like...
0: everybody yeah I guess that's true good. this guy could have been sleeping naked but i i feel like even if you sleep in clothes they could get in there
2: yeah yeah that's a nightmare man i mean It burnt That boil or whatever Burst on his penis
0: He said it was like A golf ball
2: What if he was with A real slag The night before
0: And he was like Oh man I don't know What to (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with Spider bite Don't tell anybody
1: (laughs)
2: Start Man, I was, this isn't herpes. I was thinking the big lump on his penis might be a good thing, but uh, once you said it exploded, <laughs> I was like, oh god! <laughs> it's like my penis is ribbed for your pleasure, but not mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, you might get pregnant with spider babies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a horrifying uh, picture. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ugh. All right. Well, <laughs> we got two spider stories. What do you got for us?
1: All right. Back to COVID. North Carolina man used Game of Thrones themed companies uh, and uh, basically defrauded banks and government for $1. <laughs> $1. $1.7 million in relief fraud.
0: Man, your stories are all about swindling people. Yeah. So I I don't understand. What do you do exactly? So basically he
1: made up these fake companies and like gave them fake reports of like, oh, I got x number of employees blah 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 and got you know funding
0: oh i see when they were giving out um money for companies yeah for covid relief
1: but yeah 1.7 million i was just thinking like if he funneled that off into like bitcoin or something because he only got like 20 months in prison you know that might be a pretty fair deal
2: yeah that's a win (laughs) yeah 20 months in prison for 1.7 million yeah
0: I don't know if you got to keep it though. Mm. Well, I just always wonder too about like you know what would happen if you just like got every credit card you could, got all the money you could, and then just like oh bankruptcy or whatever. Like I don't. And yeah, hide well, the shit or whatever, you know.
1: I I mean, if they can tell you're doing it as fraud, but if you're just like yeah, I blew it all on you know hookers and crack. <laughs> Then I, I don't know how that works exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Debtors' prison is making a comeback. Yeah.
2: I mean, they kind of already are, right? Uh, can't you get in trouble now for you can get arrested for your you can get for not paying your taxes. <laughs> that's the only thing not like bills but or anything. You won't you won't
0: actually do jail time for not paying your taxes unless you pull like a Wesley Snipes and actually commit fraud. But if you just like you know <laughs> are like oh. Oops, I can't pay this. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, like even if you just straight up don't file your taxes, like they'll eventually like start garnishing your wages and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But they're not going to arrest you unless you actually commit fraud.
1: I was starting to think, like it was so stupid that they made uh, student debt you know, so you couldn't get out of it by declaring bankruptcy. Yeah, that sucks. Because then, like, w- the incentive of banks to give a whole bunch of shitty loans that are insured by the government becomes very high. <laughs> so, I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... And, and like, those are, like... I mean, besides medical debt, I would think, like, the next highest thing people would want to declare bankruptcy for because it just gets so out of control.
1: Well, that's the thing, too. And sometimes people are, like... You know they're paying what they can. They can't pay it all, and then like it still has interest, and like it's. They're like, I started with forty thousand, and I'm up to a hundred thousand. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's you, a hole you can, you can never like, get out. You're of. like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy a fake ID and go start over. Somebody else.
0: <laughs> How long did it take you guys to pay off your student loans? Still doing it. Oh, you're still doing it. Yeah.
1: I didn't have that much. I I had like five grand, so it was probably like a year or two.
0: Yes, yeah, same, same. Like I did it as cheap as I could. I, I did my first two years at a community college, and like basically, like if you do that, pro tip to any kids out there thinking of going to college, like this might be, not be like the <laughs> what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, I just did my first two years at a community college with like the financial aid or whatever. Basically, did yeah, it for free. Basically, you get those bullshit classes out of the way. They make right, you take that you don't right. even need. And then I did. My next two years, you know, at Montana State Illegitimate College, which is, of course, more expensive, but still, uh, you know, got as much financial aid as I could and whatever. And I, I don't even remember what I owed overall, but I was probably able to pay it off within three or four years. Yeah. Which I'm glad of.
1: Yeah, I paid pretty much all of mine with military money, which, yeah, worked out all right.
2: Yeah, I'm still making like $304 in auto payments.
0: Yeah. Damn. What words do you remember like what years were in total?
2: Probably like forty thousand. God damn. Yeah. Did you did like four years? Yeah, yeah. I double majored. In Houston? Yeah. University of Houston.
0: Did you like the college experience? No. <laughs> I didn't either. I
2: always loved school. No, I never really got into school. <laughs> I liked learning. That was fun.
0: I mean, I always worked hard and I was a decent student, but I never enjoyed it. Yeah. It just seemed like one of those things you have to do, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It was just, it was an accomplishment, you know. Once you were done with those, I think for me it was like five years going to college. And once that was over, it was like, all right, slap a bow on it, I'm done. Yeah, was, yeah,
0: yeah. Same.
1: Like I got a decent degree, but I still feel like when I left college, I didn't have a good enough plan. Like I should have had like some kind of roadmap.
0: Yeah, because then I stalled out for quite a while. Well, you know, it, like you're considered an adult at eighteen. But, like, how many of us at 18 fucking know what we want to do? Or, you know, I certainly had no
1: fucking idea. Yeah, I think, I think parents don't do a very good job with that. With, like, kind of honing in and figuring out, like, what you would be appropriate at. And a lot of parents push kids in a direction that doesn't fit them. And I think that comes back on a lot of people.
0: Even now, though, with, like, hindsight and everything, like... <sighs> I still don't know exactly what I would do if I had to do it all over again. I mean I, I mean right it's, now it's tough, man.
1: Right now, depending on the mentality, I, I don't even know if I'd go to college. I mean you can get into like a trade and be making a hundred grand
0: a year as an electrician or something. Well yeah, you know, honestly for kids that are graduating high school now, you know. Like, growing up, they always told us, oh, you go to college and you're going to make four times what a normal person would make or whatever the fuck they say. I I mean,
1: it depends, but they should warn you about, you know, people getting stupid fucking liberal arts degrees and shit. I mean, if you're going to engineering or or doctor, veterinary or, you know, there are a lot of things where you are going to make good money. Computer sciences. But there's a lot of fucking dead ends.
0: At the same time, though, like, I don't even know if that's super true today that like a college degree is gonna make you that much more ad- advantageous because i think there's a lot of people getting degrees now that aren't even really the bullshit like you know arts degrees that are having a hard time getting jobs
1: yeah maybe i, I don't know there's a lot of bullshit ones out there so i'm I, i'm 100 percent that a fair number of them are doing much better than others yeah but i, I think but even, like, even if you're a doctor and you come out with like a couple hundred thousand in debt or some, something crazy, you've got a road ahead of you still after you've just put in like six or eight years. Mm.
0: I, I don't know. I don't think I could do the doctor one. No. Like the one thing I would tell kids out there is like if you're in school, like high school, and like even if you're doing good, like if you fucking hate it, like you don't have to go to college. Just know that. It might not be for you.
1: Yeah, and people who go and do a year or two and waste their parents' money and then drop out anyway. It's like, you got to be a little bit careful. But yeah, you, you definitely get some guidance in that department if you can.
0: Definitely like try to go after something you think you'll enjoy, even if it seems like not <laughs> easy. Um. All right. Let's see what we got here. How close are we? Because I'm close to shit in my pants. You got to hold it for about another 15 minutes. Oh, man. But I got a question for you. What is your favorite cartoon of all time? The answer, of course, Scooby Doo. Oh, I was going to say probably Samurai Jack. Say Rick and Morty, maybe. Which leads into my topic four real life mystery cases straight out of Scooby Doo. All right. Is this where like Ed Gaines was wearing somebody's face? (laughs) I would have gotten away with it. Uh, Number one, The Poltergeist of Castle. Uh, castle Coldrano. Um, castle Coldrano is a 15th century castle Located in Laces, northern Italy Near the Aust- Austrian border In 2005, strange things started happening at Do they the have ac- tapestries? <laughs> there are many, many tapestries <laughs> Strange things started happening at the ancient castle. As night fell, the castle's door would start suddenly opening or slamming shut. Haunting voices rang out in the hallways, and uh, things in general went bump in the night. The ghastly events went on for four months. By the end of it, the castle's owner, who by that point was starting to lose his mind, pleaded the local police to help him. Uh, the cops, wanting to get to the bottom of the mystery, set up cameras around the castles. Instead of a creepy ghoul, they caught a 42-year-old 42, 42 Polish woman roaming the castle halls at night, pretending to be a ghost. According to the cops, the woman was the wife of one of the employees in the castle. Apparently, she had come uh, had some undisclosed grievances against uh, her husband's employer. Okay, the next one. Uh, Patch Eye Pete and the Haunted Gold Mine. There's a lot of gold on the Korean Peninsula. Back in the 1890s, long before the North-South split, an American company called Oriental Consolidated Mining Company set up a gold mine in northern Korea. Unfortunately, the employees like to pilfer company property such as mining supplies and uh, the mined gold. So boss of the mine, known to history as Patch I. Pete, decided to stop the thefts. Pete, who unsurprisingly wore a glass eye, plucked out his prosthesis and set it on a table at the entrance to the mine. He told the local workers that he could see everything going on in the mine through his eye. The plan worked for a while. Pete soon discovered that the miners had placed a cup over the eye to stop it from seeing their crimes. (laughs) When he heard that many Koreans believed that there was an ancient guardian spirit living in the mine, Pete got another idea. He acquired a gramophone. A technology unknown to most Koreans at the time. He recorded himself bellowing ominous warnings and left the gramophone running overnight at the bottom of the mine. Lo and behold, the next morning, everything that had been stolen from the mine was mysteriously returned to the office. As far as we know, Patch Eye Pete got away with it too. Uh, next, the real Freddy Krueger. In 2015, 47-year-old Englishman David Lamb received a five-year jail sentence for child abuse. The man had tormented his three stepchildren for a year, pretending to be the supernatural child killer Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street movies. This is just parenting. (laughs) Come on. According to his stepchildren, Lamb would climb up to their house attic at night and make scratching noises over their bedroom. When the terrified children came to tell him of the noises, he'd tell them to go back to bed. It may have started as a relatively harmless process, Prank, but things soon got more sinister. Lamb trained his pet lizard to bite the kids as they slept and <laughs> tell them the wounds were actually the work of Freddy. When he wasn't pretending to be a, a movie ghost, Lamb was being generally abusive in other ways. He'd hang the kids by their shirt collars or clo- on clothes hooks and lock them in closets while blasting music at them at full volume. The traumatized children came forward with their accusations only once they were adults. At a trial, the judge found the claims to be true and sent Lamb straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> How do you train a, a fucking geck or whatever it said to, to bite the kids in their soul? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then The Hungry Ghost. In 2008, a Japanese man um, in the town of Kasuya noticed something strange going on at his house. Over several months, food had begun mysteriously disappearing from his kitchen. Was he dealing with a ravenous poltergeist or some other kind of famished ghoul? To find out, the man set up a security camera in his kitchen. Like in the case of the Italian castle, the cameras didn't catch a ghost. Instead, they spotted a strange woman entering the kitchen... And eating food from the fridge and cabinets. Naturally, the man immediately called the cops. But when they arrived, they discovered that all the door and windows at the man's house were shut and locked. Nobody could have reasonably been able to get in the house. So, was it a ghost after all? No. After an exhaustive search, the police found a nervous woman curled up on a mattress in the man's closet. The woman, identified as Taksuko Horikawa, told the police that she was a homeless and unemployed. About a year ago, she had found the man had left his front door unlocked, so she decided to move in. In her defense, at least she was a courteous, unwelcome guest. While the man was gone, she kept both herself and the closet neat and clean. I mean, did he never look in the closet? <laughs> you know how bachelors are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a closet? I mean, this woman must have been super quiet, though. Yeah, Like, she must have not, never made a sound. I mean, it's pretty crazy that she lived in there for a full year without this guy finding out. Never noticed food was missing or anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. You would think you would be like, notice that sooner, yeah. you know? Maybe at first she was just eating like the really like old shitty things that she didn't think you'd notice. It's, you like, like, it's like stealing food out of the fridge at work. You only eat
1: some of it so they, they're they not sure if they're going crazy or not.
0: <laughs> or Maybe he was like a rampant like alcoholic or drug user and he, oh, yeah. he just like, uh, I guess I got fucking yeah. drunk and <laughs> ate my whole ham right. again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that article. That was uh, entertaining.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, AJ, round three. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see if my next article will really be that article <laughs> bitingpenises.com. <laughs> All right, uh, woman's UTI turns out to be glass tumbler that was in her bladder for four years. Ugh. After a routine trip to the doctors to treat a UTI, one woman discovered a glass tumbler in her bladder that had been lodged in there for four years after inserting it for erotic purposes. The 45-year-old from Tunisia visited the doctor after experiencing all the symptoms consistent with a urinary tract infection, such as frequently needing to needing the loo. Much to the woman's horror, scans revealed a giant to eight centimeter wide bladder stone that had been growing for four years encasing what appeared to be a drinking glass. Bladder stones usually develop when urine is not completely emptied from the bladder. However, in worst case scenarios, they often occur, they occur as a result of foreign objects being wedged inside the body. X-ray of glass tumbler. Oh, it's just a picture. Uh, it soon transpired that the woman used a glass used a glass as a tex- sex toy in her early 40s, a glass that was now lodged inside of her. How did she not take it out when she was done with it? How do you just forget you have a glass up there? The rare case has now been published in urology case reports, detailing the findings of the medics who examined her at Habib Bourgi- Bourjuba uh, University Hospital in the eastern city of Sfax. So I'm guessing the S might be silent. I don't know facts.
1: Man, that's got to be, yeah. It's got to be like alcohol or drug related. Yeah, but like, isn't like, isn't there like a tube from your bladder? Like, how do you get it in there?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how many stories have we done of like guys sticking weird shit up their? Dick holes and and now a woman doing this. I mean, I just don't understand these people's compunction to do this kind of shit.
2: Yeah. According to the the medical journal, the woman experienced no blood in her urine nor suffered from urinary incontinence, both common symptoms of UTIs. Nevertheless, an analysis of her urine revealed a red blood cell range of 23 to 25 when a normal range is four or less. This told doctors her body was most likely fighting off another illness. An x-ray soon revealed a rectangular form lurking inside her bladder that resembled a glass, which was encased by a large bladder bladder stone, measuring 8 cm by 7 cm by 8 cm. Just for reference, bladder stones usually vary in sizes between too small to be seen by the naked eye and just a few centimeters wide. In order to remove the bladder stone, medics carried out a cystolith. Cysto- Thought to me, and the woman was luckily discharged two days after making a full recovery. Doctors revealed there have been a relatively high number of similar incidents reported among women who have inserted foreign objects in their urethra for pleasure. The re- urethra is er- erogenous, meaning it can give their introduction a effect. Maspiratory- character in search of erotic sensation, the medic said various objects have been inserted into the bladder they noted. however embarrassment often results in late stage diagnosis when the patient has suffered from complications such as UTIs or bladder stones with Dr. warned.
0: So for a woman it's actually erotic to put things in the urethra because I gotta say for I don't think for a guy yeah. that's erotic at all. <laughs> it just seems,
2: seems like
1: it'd be like kind of terrifying.
2: Yeah, I don't even know how people try this shit. But this wasn't in her urethra, was it? Well you have to go through the urethra to get to the bladder, right? Oh my god, a woman can open up her urethra that much?
1: That's what I was saying. Is it seems like how do you even do it? Dang,
2: I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean know. It sounds crazy. That sounds super painful. But I they mean, have a
1: picture where it looks like they cut the stone open the glasses inside and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you got an X ray? Oh, crazy. Ugh.
0: And the other thing is, like, okay, so, like, she finds out she likes sticking things there. Why a glass? I
2: don't know how you, how you build your way up to a glass. She must have gotten the first thing she found. Like, I don't know. You can't find anything stick-shaped? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you tell me this woman doesn't own a dildo. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think sticks are, like, the first thing that you'll find as a human on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez,
0: yeah, crazy Craziness
1: Can you imagine if you like (coughs) You're an archaeologist and you find like this skeleton And there's like this kidney stone here And then there's like some fucking like artifact Inside of that Mm. big ass kidney stone
2: Yeah, but humans used to have
1: Kidney stones this big And they used (laughs) to keep things in them (laughs) This is the first recorded instance of someone shoving pottery In their bladder
0: (laughs) Well, do you got a Manifesto
1: story we could go out on? Oh I I mentioned this one to you. I don't know if I mentioned it OJ, but um, like I've been rewatching The Boys, but the the Homelander character Anthony Starr, uh, so he was arrested in Spain for punching a chef. He was, <coughs> and so went to court, and he was sentenced to one year. But they've got this weird thing there where like if you don't have a criminal record, if you're sentenced to less than like two years, they let you off the first time. So like he was sentenced and, and let off. But yeah, I guess he was filming a movie there, and yeah.
0: That's the everybody gets one line. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you that
2: one. I mean, I really want to know now, like, what happened exactly? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. But, huh. It, it makes, I mean, that's very bad optics for him right there. Like,
0: Yeah. You have to think substances were involved. Maybe. Unless this guy's just fucking crazy as shit.
1: He was typecast as a psychopath because he is a psychopath.
0: <laughs> well, you know, funny enough, because one of my um, you know, coworkers heard this story and he was talking to me about it, and like they said at one time, they interviewed the cast, and they were they were like, um, which one of you guys is most like the character you play? And like, everybody said that guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, so he is like a piece of shit in real life? <laughs> um, oh, maybe, or, or at least just comes off as very like wild or something. Uh. There's got to be
2: something about him. Yeah. Little menacing kind of. It's like he's so good at playing Psycho. He drinks milk
0: like that in real life. He's like I'm a method actor, but all I play is assholes. Man, some actors like they're method actors, they gotta be so insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hear stories about that Jared Leto guy, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, he's a good actor, but is he worth putting up with? <laughs> one time no. I was
1: reading those, one of these like, 50, sto- 50 stories or whatever about celebrities, and it was like, I think it was like, like half was positive encounters, half was negative encounters, and there was like, a lot of people were like, I met Jerry Alito. He, he was a real asshole. <laughs> i was like, <laughs> like, damn, there's like multiple accounts of this. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if you see him in real life, uh, steer away.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it depends because like everybody is going to have a bad day. So like everybody's going to, I'm sure somebody has a Tom Hanks story where they're like, oh, everybody loves Tom Hanks, but I t- I'll tell you, I met him and he was an asshole. Yeah. But like when the when the thing when the stories start piling up and you got like <laughs>
2: everybody that meets this guy says he's yeah. an asshole, then you're like, okay, he's probably an asshole. Yeah. I mean did he agree with it too when they were all sitting there? Like he's like, Yeah, me, I'm mostly homelander. I didn't see like the <laughs> interview or whatever he was talking about, <laughs> well, but
0: but uh <laughs> there must be something about the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they they work well enough to work with them. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I imagine, like, actors, like... You know there's got to be a fair amount that are pretty nuts. Oh, yeah. are hard to work with. They're just, yeah. like, unprofessional. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know how, like, they become actors. Because, like, to deal with those kinds of characters and personalities, to try to wrangle them and, like, make them behave a certain way at a certain time is, seems impossible.
0: Yeah, like... <sighs> But the thing is, if they're good at something, people will put up with a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, if they're making them a lot of money, which a lot of these guys are, you know. Mm. Um. All right. Well, I think that's our show. Unless you guys got anything else you want to add in diarrhea time. <laughs> diarrhea time. Um. <laughs> uh, well, everybody watching, we certainly thank you. Uh. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the your YouTube service of choice. Uh. Tell all your friends about us. Share our clips and everything on social media uh give us likes comments good reviews and why not
2: follow us on twitter guys where can people find you i am at a name for this too and that's number two
0: At unsolicited, S-U-G. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's going to be Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys.
1: Take care. Have a
0: good one.